Hey, welcome to Let's Stop There. We have one hour to read A Cowboy Strength by Vicki Lewis Thompson. What can I say that I haven't said before? Another story of a big, strong cowboy saving a woman from the horrors of city life. And here I am, still waiting for my cowboy to show up. stop there i'm austin Hanna. hi i'm ganesh sarma hey i'm shane burklow and this week we have one hour to read a cowboy's strength by vicky lewis thompson book one in the mcgavin brothers series if you're curious oh good those brothers that's just the mcgavins um yeah cowboy's strength i don't need to tell you that the cover of this book is a buff ass cowboy wearing some Light blue jeans. Yeah, he's got to squeeze in them jeans. He's not wearing dark jeans. You're underselling it a little bit. It's like a nice watercolor painting, kind of. I don't know that I think that that's right, but it's. I don't know how you could use watercolor to paint rock hard abs. Yeah, you can't. This doesn't. You can't capture the ruggedness. Uh, But frankly, his abs, you know, they're a seven out of ten. The pecs are where it's at. These things are popping. They are, and they almost look 3D. Whoever painted this really did a great job capturing the pecs. Well, watercolor is good for pecs. So That's maybe. true. It, that, that is true. Uh, yeah, and he's got, yeah, like looks like some acid wash jeans. Definitely a light colored jean. And then behind him is like an obscured cow, which is kind of a weird choice. Just the back half. Maybe it's a metaphor. We'll see. I don't know what these McGavin brothers like. Anyway, a cowboy strength. That's uh, That's what we're reading. Hey, if you haven't read this or, you know, listened to this podcast before, <laughs> let's take that from the top. If you haven't listened to this podcast before, what we do is uh, we have one hour to well, read a book. Why are you paying for it? Oh, yeah. It's oh, a patron. there it it's is. a patron. Sorry, I forgot. Yeah. Don't even don't even worry. Don't even worry. But you know why you listen to this. I forget. We, our schedule has been all discombobulated. We're doing two Patreons in a row here. Uh, hey, good. More money in our pocket, as I like to say privately. Also, this just kind of feels like a free book, right? This feels like one of the ones we do on a normal episode. This is like a classic, classic Let's Stop There slash Legacy Amazon Book Club book. Like just some pure straight trash. Free trash you'd find at the checkout line of the grocery store. A Cowboy's Strength. That could be the name. I'm not thinking a book. I'm thinking like a type of... um, uh, no, like cowboy strength, <laughs> Tylenol, or like oh. cowboy, <laughs> an ibuprofen or something, a yeah. pain reliever, kind of cowboys. like a, an uh, what what are they, an Aleve, but for rugged folksy types, right? Like a cowboy strength lotion. Oh, okay. Or 
Cowboy. Yep. Ooh, get the. I got it. This is what it's. This is what it has to be. Okay. And if you disagree, I'd like to hear what you have to say. All right. Uh, cow, cowboy strength and acid. You're right. No, you're right. When you eat a big honking kielbasa out on the range and you've got some stomach acid bubbling back up, you pop a cowboy strength or two. Next thing you know, it's cool. I mean, Ganesh, you could attest to this. How does brown liquor, uh, <laughs> hot sun, uh, big chunks of meat, how does that grab uh, you? Is that antacid material? Well, I pop about eight tums a day. Mm-hmm. I bring some with me wherever I go, truthfully. I mean, that's not even that's not even a joke. That's just something I feel like I have to do. And honestly, they taste pretty good. I mean, honestly, not even kidding. What's the big deal? Ganesh, didn't you have a doctor literally tell you to stop eating that food and you were just like, no? <laughs> he said, no more spicy food, no more onion, no more tomato, no more garlic. And I said, well, don't rub me a prescription, docs. Give me a loaded gun. <laughs> we'll make this real quick. Y'all got a service that can just take me away afterward? Or? No, you know, that called for cowboy strength and acid. That's right. And when you want to say, Doc, just give me a loaded gun, that's cowboy strength and acid. Cowboy strength and acid is like Tums, except it's like the size of a hockey puck, and you have to take big bites out of it. <laughs> Put down the gun. We've got cowboy yeah. strength and acid. Put down the revolver, partner. We got cowboy strength. <laughs> That's the commercial. Well, hey, sounds like a potential sponsor. After we make the product ourselves. Yeah, you're right. This is a this is we're pulling ourselves up by the bootstraps here on on Let's Stop There. Well, you gotta start with the big idea and then you work out the details. And, and the details a- are just like we just make really big tums. Yeah. Done. <laughs> now I just gotta get on the horn with uh, some factories in China and see who wants this contract. Can you make big tums? Now in kid size, which is like a medium-sized Tums. Mm. You know what we could do to just cut corners? Mm. Repackage like children's uh, sidewalk chalk. There Jumbo we go. Size. That's right. That's a good idea. Dip it in Pepto-Bismol to give it a little flavor. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. And then put the markup on it. Slap an As Seen on TV logo on it. Take it to Shark Tank. Boom. Next thing you know, Mr. Wonderful's helping us out. The branding is going to be... You know, that's the big cover. It's going to look great. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We're going to have a, an app, a VR experience, <laughs> cowboy string. Yeah, VR experience where uh, you're at the OK Corral shooting guns with cowboy strength in the revolver <laughs> into other people's mouths and cooling their. Honestly, that's pretty good. It would be fun. It should be a kid's version that comes with a little packet of sugar, kind of like a fun dip. Tums with sugar dip. Yeah, honestly, it's not a bad idea. It's for the kids. Well, that's a big waste of time. None of that's true or real. Cowboy strength is, in fact, a book we're reading. Well, not with that attitude. Uh, Yeah, that's (laughs) God. I am a quitter, notoriously, right off the bat, like to quit. Okay, well, do you want to read us a synopsis of a cowboy strength, Ganesh? You got anything for us? Uh huh. What's tell me a little bit about the McGavin brothers. This is the synopsis for a cowboy strength, the McGavin brothers book one, book one of 17. I might add 17. Is that how many one for each brother in the McGavin brothers series. And here we go. Okay. When friendship ends, passion begins. Zane McGavin is fit to be tied. His childhood friend, Mandy Fielding, has waltzed into town and announced she's moving her mother to 
New York. What? Oh no, New York City. That's the whole. That's the worst option if you're a cowboy. Mm mm. Not me. Not for me. Not the concrete jungle. Never mind that her mom loves Eagle Nest, Montana, and would be miserable in the big city. He's determined to talk Mandy into seeing reason, but his plan backfires, and well. He ends up kissing her instead. It's funny that in these books, like the enemy or like the worst thing that could possibly happen to you is that you move to the place where we currently live. <laughs> Our lives are the worst case scenario for the stars of these books. The McGavin brothers, particularly. You think that the town of Eagles Nest, Montana paid this author to write this book to stop as like a cautionary tale of what happens when you leave Eagles Nest, Montana. Maybe. It's hey, Eagles here's a Nest question. Montana. Is I'm, Eagles Nest, Montana even real? I'm looking it up. You right know now. it is. Eagles I don't know. Nest. I'm asked. Actually, I don't know. I don't know jack shit about Montana. So Eagles Nest, Montana is not real, but there is an Eagles Nest hotel in Whitefish, Montana, oh. and it has one five star rating. So that's like basically half the population of Montana has stayed. Anyhow, yeah, who knows? I, I, you know, I bet the pizza sucks in Eagles Nest, Montana. So fuck off, McGavin brothers. <laughs> Can we, nobody says give me an Eagles Nest, a slice of Eagles Nest style pizza. Not yet. They don't have any halal carts out there in Eagles Nest, Montana, I'm guessing. No. Which is convenient because nobody in Eagles Nest, Montana is halal. <laughs> Not required. Mandy has a few choice words for Zane McGavin and his opinions. She expected him to support her plan, but instead he's crossing her at every turn. Why would you move? I mean, not to go against the everything I just said, but why would you move your elderly mother to New York City? This is not the most opportune place. Hold on. There's a hog going good, by. Good hospitals. Uh, if that's true, we got to get her to... Uh, what's, a, what's a New York City hospital? I'm blanking. Cedar sinai Sinai. On the Upper East Side. <laughs> there we go. No, that's true. And also, like, if she's lived this in this one place her whole life, is she going against her will? You're expecting her to learn like a uh, a whole uh, new mess of things. Yeah, she's gonna learn the subway. You <laughs> see this lady trying to at Broadway Lafayette? It's fucking 150 degrees. I don't think so. She's gonna fall on the tracks, dude. Yeah, that's how I feel every time I'm there. I'm like, this is it. Gonna die. Push me down. It's too hot. It's too hot under here. God, willing. that's the hottest place on earth. I think that or. West 4th Street's really hot. I mean, it is an underground cement maze. That with hot with, air blowing into with it. With big fucking trains driving around with all their exhaust just pumping into your face. So, yeah, <laughs> it is not ideal for anybody, let alone your elderly Eagle's Nest mother. Mother McGavin. Wait, no, this is the friend's mother. All right, whatever. Get Fielding. back. Fielding. That doesn't have the same ring to it. She expected him to support her plan, but instead he's crossing her at every turn and looking too damn sexy doing it, too. Mm-mm-mm. When did her former playmate turn into a gorgeous cowboy? Probably when those pecs popped out. Oing, 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 oing. He's a big, wet rack of rib. <laughs> mm-hmm. Call him Sweet Baby Ray. At a <laughs> And why does he have to kiss better than any man she's ever met? Well, because there's only two men in this neighborhood, this town, (laughs) this hovel. And one's a horse. (laughs) (laughs) That's the second best kisser out of the three of them. She's convinced she knows what's best. Well, so is he. 
Will they both lose in this battle of wills? We should check the stats. Do we have Montana listeners? I got to cool it on the Montana trash talk. Beautiful place. Big sky country is what I heard they call it. No lie. I've heard it's pretty. I'd love to take a look at it from a plane while I'm flying to California. <laughs> all right. Enough with all the pleasantries. <laughs> Just kidding. Rude I would love ass. to go. I'd love to. I'd love I'll to drive. stop by. Through. Yeah. Drive through. And stop. Stop, stop. Get out. Look. Uh, I'll get out. Take a breath of fresh air. I'll spend some money. Look at the, well, you know, I don't go too far. But I'd like to look at the sky. (laughs) Get a load of it. I got news for you. Hmm? It's the same as here. Oh, yeah? Yeah. All right. Well, then never mind. You think they got a lot of people that look like me out in Montana? Probably not, right? Nah, not even me. Those guys would eat me up. They look like me. I would look, I would fit right in. Yeah, that's true. You could be my Montana beard. That's true. Oh, yeah. hello, hello, I'm from Montana. This is my uh, exchange student. <laughs> <laughs> no, you should just introduce him as your Montana beard, and they'll be like, ah. Oh, yeah. Then they'll really run us out of town. <laughs> well, you know, we're making a lot of unfair assumptions about Montana. Probably have never been. Probably, yeah, probably you don't, it's probably you don't say who, it's probably nice. who has. I'm sure the beef is good. Yeah. I'll take a cut of whatever you got. Whatever your specialty is. Montana uh, uh, meat. Rump. Yeah, that's what the, it's rump country. For us out-of-towners, we get the hooves. <laughs> you ain't from around here. Give these boys the hooves. Thank you. <laughs> Uh yeah, five you know. Sorry, Montana. Sorry, we love you. Sorry, love you to our listener there. All right, this is making me sick. Just let's get into this. Let's get into this book. Shane's right. right. I gotta go puke, and then we'll be right back. All right, we're gonna we're gonna jump ahead to the first page of a cowboy's strength. series book one a cowboy's strength ganesh will you read us a story please you know if we do one a year it's a pretty good pace yeah so if one a year we will be 50 <laughs> <laughs> yeah she probably have written more by then too F- finish it off on our 50th birthday yeah i hope she doesn't pull a george r, r. martin and really start lagging and you know kick the bucket before she finishes the the grand McGavin Brothers no. series. It could happen. Speaking of the, the show, the show producers might go and just run with it. Yeah, she's gonna have to give notes about what she envisions for the future of the McGavins when they're cruising past their 17th season. Uh <laughs> but really though, it's you know George R. R. Martin can't finish what six of these books? She's cranking out 17 McGavin Brothers books. I think maybe she he could learn a little a thing or two from uh Vicky Lewis Thompson. Sorry, I had to look it up. Didn't want to get it wrong. Chapter one. Great. Zane McGavin made the drive back from Bozeman in high spirits, releasing a bird of prey into the wild after a successful rehabilitation was almost better than sex. 
<laughs> what a sorry. That's what, a, what a thing. That's maybe the best first sentence of any book I've ever heard. <laughs> um, yeah, that's. I'm not quite sentence heaven, but it's definitely uh, walking up the staircase of limbo right that's now. A, <laughs> sentence limbo. Then again, he hadn't had sex in a while, so he might not be qualified to make that statement. He had been so busy with ranch work and the raptors in his care that he hadn't dated in months. I'm just going to imagine it's velociraptors. Might even be close to a year now. He had reached that awkward stage of being too old for casual hookups and too young, at least in his opinion, to settle down. How old do you think he is? Mm, 41. (laughs) I'm too young to settle down. Not till I'm 50. It's McGavin uh, tradition. She'd have, have to like the idea of living in Montana, though. He was rooted in this place, and he... Oh, damn, there is some idiot changing a tire neck right next to the road. They could get run over. Why are you next to the road? You're supposed to pull off a mile into the woods. Wait, so it broke his... Uh... The narration about him to talk uh-huh. about someone on the road. <laughs> I kind of like that. That's writing, baby. Wow. I, I like it. Weird. I've not, like, because it's third person, right? And then it's like, just yeah. in, it's like catching itself. That's bizarre to me. Vicky is an artist. Uh-huh. Exploring the medium in ways that other authors are afraid to do. Passing carefully, he drove onto the shoulder several yards in front of the vehicle. His truck's tires ground through slush and gravel that might cause trouble for a little sedan like that one. Maybe the driver had been afraid of getting stuck. At least the car was bright red, which made it stand out. Zane tucked his gloves in the pocket of his sheepskin jacket before climbing out. When he turned to face the disabled vehicle, he discovered the driver standing in front of the car. The belted wool coat, long hair, and girly city boots (laughs) told him he had come to the aid of a lady in distress got her pegged I'm from the city (laughs) how do I change my tire why am I laughing at this (laughs) yeah thank you for humoring that's me when I get pulled when some big burly McGavin brother comes and helps me in Montana as I'm just looking I'm like where's the big sky I don't know. To, I don't know how to change a fucking tire. That's what AAA is for. And also, what tire? I don't own a car. <laughs> Your legs can't change those. <laughs> no, unfortunately. Shoes, sir. My shoes broke. <laughs> my tires. My, ti- my tires. You my gotta... personal tires. I got no soles. My bare feet are black from the ground. I don't know what I'm doing out here. It would be like the most insufferable thing if you went shoe shopping and you're like, oh, who's got the jack? My tires. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you rotate these bad boys. And you just the whole time doing the same thing. Yeah, that's something. Maybe I'll try that out. Yeah, I'm going to try that next time I go to the local footlocker. Give it a shot. Not a pay less man, huh? They all go out of business. Well, you know, they should change it to pay more. I never liked the box system. The like, you're in charge of your own box at a pay less. Huh? You know, because it's just all walls of boxes, right? That's true. You and you got to pick them up. You want I like people being, to like take the box to, for the, to the register for you. Well, I worked that job. No, you go in the back and you find the right box. When I was in high school, I worked at a shoe store. And there's something magical about giving the... 
as me as the employee, given given the opportunity to just go back there and take as long as I want. Because that, that was my memory of as a shoe shoe customer is that I would say, hey, do you have these in like size ten and a halfs? And they'd be like, yeah, let me go look in the back, and then they'd be gone for like forty five minutes. <laughs> yeah, because you talk it up, you have fun back there. Uh, one time, someone walked back and knocked over the boss's uh, soy sauce all over his. Uh, clothes and then he <laughs> got in such a mad fit he threw boxes around and then he went home my god so, like, that's a depressing story <laughs> manager of local shoe store throws a fit after high school employees spill soy sauce all over his clothes that guy is like 45 or oh yeah it was bleak god bless him well yeah no that was always i was like what's back there you always imagine like <laughs> i always imagine the back of a shoe store was like a massive like library of like alexandria with like fucking ladders and like it would like slide across the wall that you'd have to go pull like boxes out from like three stories high but like in retrospect the footprint of those buildings was not that big no it's nothing back there no just teenagers smoking dope and talking trash yeah. It's just a elephant shitting out pairs of shoes and someone to box them up. That seems unlikely, but uh, again, who knows? I can, they don't let me back there, so I don't know what the rules are. You worked at an ANN, is that right? That's right. <laughs> I used to buy shoes at ANN, and they had that same system. There was an ANN Army and Navy. That's uh-huh. what shorts for. <laughs> I don't think that store exists anymore. No, I used to buy knives there. My dad. <laughs> You could, I don't know if you, I don't even care if you cut this out. Do it used to do the artwork for like the Sunday advertisements for ANN. Like That's nationwide. funny. So every, I bet some local hunter came in with something my dad drew and I was like, this says big dog shirts are 20% off. It's definitely a coupon place. And like, what was funny about that place was like, um, they'd get a new shipment of like shirts or something in. And with the shipment would be like these like sales stickers to immediately put on them. <laughs> The whole store seemed like it was on sale. I do remember yeah, that. Yeah, it was. Man, what a memory. Those places definitely don't exist anymore, right? A and N. It's like not even registering in Google. This place was like off the grid. Well, anyhow, I bought a lot of No Fear t-shirts there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's what's going on? Is it was this poor city city bird trying to change her tire? Uh huh. She held a tire iron in one hand and a phone in the other as she watched him approach. Most folks around here in these parts were law-abiding, but she might not know that. Ma'am, I'm here to help. He held up both hands, palms out. Stay back! If you don't want me to come any closer, I'll stay put. But please call a garage to come out and change that tire for you. If you don't have a number to call, I can give you one. It's mighty dangerous for you to be working right next to the road like that around these parts actually like appropriately like cautious i think that's actually like very respectful of her uh of her space the woke cowboy (laughs) (laughs) she went very still zane yes ma'am can we get the sound effect that's a new sound effect we need in the rotation is the home improvement Uh, well, you, you, that's pitch perfect. You don't need to. No, I don't need to get. Settle down. Like at what point we're like nearing the year where that that pop culture reference doesn't have any cachet left? Is anybody like, it's playing? Uh, the, it's uh, 
It's losing steam, that sound. In 10 years, nobody will remember. Tim Allen is uh, very close to like canceling himself, but I he think he already um, has many times over. He kind of exists in this weird post canceled realm where he's uh-huh. so canceled that he's famous for it and is revered for it. Oh, true. Like he literally was canceled by ABC. <laughs> oh, right. And yeah. conservatives rallied so much that Fox was like, well, this guy's so canceled that he's uncanceled and now he's back and he's famous for being canceled. Anyway, you know what I have to say to that? I would be satisfied if this podcast was turned into an hour of us doing that back and forth. You should do that jingle at karaoke. They don't have it. Yeah, I got a special request. You guys have the uh, home improvement bumpers. <laughs> I brought, I brought, I brought, a, brought my phone. It has I got the MP3 because I knew you guys didn't have it. Uh, this is called Home Improvement Commercial Bumper Three. Thank you, thank you. I bow to the crowd. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm going to be a busker on the subway that does that. I have my little hat out. At every stop? I have an electric guitar and a huge amp. That's the only song I play. <laughs> Everybody now, come on. <laughs> every single stop. <laughs> Crowds forming. Again, encore, encore. <laughs> Crowds cheering. All right. Yeah, all they're right. Not cheer- they're not cheering. They're all just going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And I have a sidekick who's like, I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> all right. That's enough of that. Enough home improvement talk. We'll bring it back later. Yes, ma'am. That's my name, but I don't believe I. Well, then it hit him. Her hair was cut different and her coat and boots weren't the style she used to wear. They were city style. But <laughs> uh, what's that? What is that? Hobo urine on there? Yeah, that's a city coat. <laughs> but he knew that voice, and now that he'd moved a little closer, well, he knew that face too. He'd been looking at it off and on between the ages of three and seventeen. And although she hadn't been a part of his life for years, ten to be exact. He's twenty-seven. Okay. Call me crazy, but if I saw someone every day for 15 years and then I just didn't see him for 10 years, I feel like I'd still recognize them. I don't know about that. There's plenty of people from high school that I truly don't know if I'd recognize them. Well, that's four. That's four years, though. That's that's a pretty. No. If she knew her till 17. From three? Well, okay. I mean, their families must have been close. They probably had dinners. They probably had dinner, but they probably fool around. You're right. You know what? You're right. They probably went to uh, dances and balls, sock hops, yeah. even line dances. They probably saw Under the Tuscan Sun together. Who else are you going to watch with? Your mom? Yeah, maybe. Probably. Diane, yeah. Diane Lane. Classic mom material. Maybe she'd lost her country smarts while living in the big city. (laughs) Boy, oh boy. People in the big city are just fucking rubes. Didn't know country smarts was a term. Uh Uh-huh. And this is from a guy from Cal Shit Rope. 
It's like we know the right way to skin an armadillo. Can you skin those? That's a country smart. Isn't that just what rolling over it with your car? That's right. Well, not if you're from the country. They're poisonous. Their skin's poisonous. Is Don't it really? Them. Yeah. See, that's country smarts. I didn't know that because I'm a they, dumb city idiot. You that's know? what they teach over on Cowshare Road. I see an armadillo. I want to hug it. Not nah, you. No, I don't. You know, they can have leprosy. You know a lot about armadillos. Well, you, I read around. Yeah. <laughs> I'm working through Wikipedia. I'm in the A's. But if you really if you really want to get deep on something, it's going to have to be eels. I know a lot about eels, and we can talk about that later. I don't think eels are going to—I unfortunately don't think eels are going to make an appearance in this Montana-based book, but you never know. The city girl might like, uh, you know, some— yeah, seafood or something. She's like, can you take sushi? me to the, the Montana State Aquarium? They're like, yeah, we got one goldfish. <laughs> and it's dead. It's just floating right on top. Mandy Fielding, are you fixing to get yourself killed? Well, I was afraid I'd get stuck if I pulled off anymore. Well, then why not call roadside assistance? Thinking some stranger had been risking life and limb by the side of the road had been bad enough. Discovering Mandy had put herself... And that position was making him crazy. Uh, takes too long. My plane was late. And mom started her vacation this afternoon so she could be home when I arrived. This should have saved time. Well, how long you been at this? Uh, a while. The lug nuts are on super tight. Probably some mechanic in Bozeman got overzealous with the power equipment. Uh, those big city Bozeman boys. <laughs> Always tightening those lug nuts too much. Need a loose country fit. <laughs> a boot cut lug nut. <laughs> boot cut lug nut is the it's that's the hot that's the number one in the country charts right now. <laughs> boot cut lug nut. Thank God he had happened along. Gradually Is Bozeman the big city she lives in? <laughs> is I that think what the, the big is? city she lives in is New York. They haven't city. mentioned it yet. Oh, New York City. Okay. Not like Albany. Their last face-to-face -face hadn't been great. Near as he could remember. He must have ticked her off pretty bad since she hadn't tried to contact him any of the times she'd come to visit her mom over the years. She hadn't changed a whole lot since he'd seen her, though. Well, then why didn't you recognize her? He's stupid. Or as they call it, country smart. <laughs> Same hazel eyes that could look green or gold, depending on her mood. Same shiny caramel color hair. She didn't seem much older, just more sophisticated. He'd miss her. Well, that was neither here nor there. She'd obviously come home to help sort through stuff since her mom was selling the horse. The house, sorry. <laughs> oh, you know, I was on board with the horse. Hey, that's probably a big life change out there. And property that bordered Wild Creek Ranch. Let's stop there. Why is she selling, huh? Oh. What do you think? Hmm. Coming on tough times. The bank coming for her home. She's living her dream. She's packing up, moving to New York City, baby. I'm going to be on Broadway, <laughs> she says. Well, I hope she makes it. City has clearly made this woman a invalid. Just like us. So I guess I relate. I relate to her. I want a big, strong uh, country McGavin to uh, put me back on the right track. Yeah, but you know, could he hail a cab in rush hour? Uh, with a gun. <laughs> hey, stop. Who <laughs> <laughs> this big yellow buffalo? You never do that. That's the best feeling in the world. When you hold that hand up 
And they I haven't hailed a cab in years, not since Ubers came around. You hail uh, cabs? Yeah, yeah. dude. You, you're still taking yellow cabs? Yes, oh, yeah, for sure. Way better. Especially. So it's quicker. Usually it's quicker. And well, that's really the only reason I do it. That's basically it. You get it and you're like, I'm going to Brooklyn. And they're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And then they're like, how do I get there? It's like, what? Why aren't you the driver? You don't use them for that. Just no, anywhere no. in the same borough. This yeah. is like an uptown, downtown. I guess if you're going from like 14th Street to like 8th Street, <laughs> then yeah, I could see that. Okay. Well, hey, that's enough city talk. I want to get back into the country stuff. Let's jump ahead to the next page of uh, what the hell's the name of this book? Big country, strong dude, tough boy. A cowboy freaking strength. Muscle 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 man cowboy. Muscle yeah, milk cowboy. Strength. Ooh. Drink up. Ooh. <laughs> it's getting worse. <laughs> You're gonna lose your voice doing that, dude. Just do it, do it for like uh, 15 years at the Comedy Cellar, and then they'll give you a show. <laughs> that's all you had to, in the 80s. That's all it took to become famous. If you had the balls to get on stage and just go, <laughs> <laughs> ladies, you ever use a wrench? <laughs> Men and women are so different. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then he was Buzz Lightyear. That's all it took. It was one step. <laughs> And Santa Claus. Hey, the Santa Claus is a... I watch that every Christmas. Yeah, it's a good one. It's good. Tim Allen's Problems Be Damned. Yeah, same with Toy Story, I feel. Toy Story's a classic, yeah. Is he still in Toy Stories? I guess so, right? Man, he's really uh, grandfathered into it. Yeah, I think they're done. He must be. Well, there's a whole new Buzz Lightyear spinoff, but it's going to be young Buzz Lightyear, and it's Chris Pine. When I think of a young Tim Allen, I do think of Chris Pine. <laughs> <laughs> That's good casting, though. It does. He does look like Buzz Lightyear. But it's it's CG. He's just doing the voice. They could honestly have had Tim Wait, Allen what? do the voice. I thought it was, I thought it was live action. No. That is kind of fucked up to take Tim Allen's job away <laughs> if it's just another CG Buzz Lightyear. See, I think they got out of the contract then. Damn, they did it. All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. Let's jump in. Here's the next page of uh, uh, Cowboy's Strength. Chapter 5. Zane wasn't pleased. Cowboy, billionaire, secret, baby. There it is. We all know it. We all love it. Bring it back. It's our God. We love you, cowboy, billionaire, secret, baby. Chapter five. We miss you. Zane wasn't pleased with himself. Uh. <laughs> How rude. How rude, honestly. <laughs> that is a very Barney Gumble uh, thing you got going. <laughs> Yeah, I could see the your blips vibe <laughs> quiver and the smell lines yeah. come out. I'm, I'm gonna have to bleep that out. Leave it in, because now we're talking about it. Last night's video chat had established what needed to be done regarding Mandy's plan to move Aunt Joe to New York. Damn, City. this cowboy's on Zoom. Get out of here. <laughs> the, the Zoom is what they call their tin can and string. <laughs> Riker had hey, get on the Zoom. Riker had delegated him to convince Mandy it was a bad idea. It'd been did it wait? Did it say Zoom or did it just say video call? It said video video call. chat. Okay, I was like, man, if it says Zoom, that means she cranked out seventeen of these in like a year. But all right, <laughs> no, <laughs> man, Zoom's been around for a while. But yeah, she didn't say Zoom. Okay, video. She's he's on Skype for business. <laughs> he'd been pumped to do it until he'd seen her today and her cowgirl duds. Looking so happy to be visiting his birds. 
and riding up to the lookout with him. He didn't want to spoil everything with a discussion that she might not like all that much. Again, pretty courteous. Yeah, good guy. He's mild-mannered. No red flags. No, like... Perhaps his perhaps his strength is uh, inner. It's inside of him. Mm. Oh. The Zen cowboy. He's uh, emotionally strong. Uh, good, Good guy. Love him. Cowboy billionaire secret baby. On the other hand, her plan was a huge mistake, so wouldn't a good friend point that out and try to get her to reconsider? In years past, he thought he could talk to her about anything if he could recreate the easy familiarity they had had before her parents' drama had screwed it up. She might give some weight to what he had said regarding her mom in New York City. New York City. Or she might pitch a fit and never want to see him again. On top of that issue, he had another one. When he gazed into her eyes, he wanted to kiss her. Now there was a truly bad idea. He'd also wished he could gather her close enough for comfort for the rotten way her dad had behaved. But dirty daddy. he wasn't supposed to mention that, so he had no excuse to give her a hug either. Well, this attraction was doomed, so he might as well quit daydreaming about what could never be. He could so easily lose track of his goal, convincing Mandy that her mom needed to stay in Eagle's Nest. If he failed, Aunt Joe and the McGavins would suffer. He, Riker, and their mom would take the biggest hit. Zane didn't want to think about how Riker would react if Aunt Joe was gone by the time he came home. Those video chats had provided a clear image of the world Riker expected to be waiting for him and Aunt Joe was part of the picture. Uh, is, this, is this section like just nonsense to you too, Austin? <laughs> this sounds like, yeah, just a guy thinking. Not a lot of action. It's a lot of names and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yada, yada, yada. Bing, bang, bang. But that wasn't the important point to make with Mandy. He didn't want to end up in a tug of war where they argued about who should get to live in the same zip code as Aunt Joe. Mandy had a lock on that because of biology. <laughs> oh, it's, this is her mom, right? And he calls her Aunt Joe. Are they cousins? Hey, hey, hey. would that surprise you? That's a couple uh, extra antacids. Choke that down. Oof. <laughs> it gives me some indigestion. There's nothing wrong with that, though. It's not illegal out there in a big sky country. Well, didn't Rudy Giuliani marry his cousin? Yeah. Maybe that's why they want to move to New York. Mm-hmm. That was, like, accidental, though, right? He didn't find out till after and then was like, ah, well. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> we already did it, so. We, we already <laughs> if we're did doing it. it for the rest of our lives. Wait, is that for real? He didn't know? I think it was like, I don't know. Or is that just like the story they're telling people? I don't know. I haven't read up on Rudy Giuliani's Wikipedia lately, but (laughs) I seem to recall there was some confusion initially about it. Is that the woman that he uh, cheated on his wife with while he was mayor? And they got thrown out of Gracie Mansion for I thought it was. I thought it was the other way around. I thought that was the wife. Oh, okay. I don't know. He did a whole lot of fucked up shit. That guy's a nightmare. There's there's an article called "Wait, Rudy Giuliani was once married to his cousin." Yeah, been there, done that. I knew it. We already talked about it. Yeah, it's, it's a second news. cousin. It's a second cousin. Hey, who cares? 
second for a reason. That's that's a that's a marrying cousin. Oh, they were married for fourteen years. That's a long time to be married to your cousin. In 1968, Giuliani wed a second cousin, Regina Perugi, who was oh, in the 60s. It was fine. Who was the daughter of the father of his father's first cousin? Hey, what's the problem, huh? Come on. In a 1993 memo for his mayoral campaign, a Giuliani strategist noted the weirdness factor of the marriage, according to a copy posted on the Smoking Gun website. But um, such a marriage is completely legal. In New York City, even first cousins can wed. Hey, well, now I'm understanding where this story is going. It's confusing. That was Rudy Giuliani's, uh, that was his uh, election slogan. Yeah, I'm fucking my cousin and it's perfectly legal. <laughs> Yeah, well, it turns out he was not a normal guy the entire time. I'm surprised. <laughs> Instead, Zane would emphasize how the move would negatively impact the woman they all loved. At least he would if he could focus on the issue at hand instead of drinking in the sight of Mandy decked out in boots, jeans, Ooh, a denim jacket. Apple bottom jeans. No. Boots with the fur. No, no, no. Oh, my word. Not in Montana. These are boot cuts. What's a good boot material uh, for the upper Midwest? Cow. Cow. It's a leather. Hide, hide boot. Probably a, a appropriately fitting uh, denim jean. No raw denim. Yeah, no, you're right about that. Light denim. A jean jacket. Oh, man. Interesting. Aunt Joe's going to have to move to New York and get some dark jeans and some Tims. <laughs> Top it off with a jean kangle. That's a whole look. Oh, hey, now. That's Australian redneck. Back then, he'd been used to seeing her dress that way. The effect was different now and gave him inappropriate and counterproductive ideas. He'd saddled Eeyore and Jake in advance and had left them tied to the hitching <laughs> oh. post. That's a horse. I was like, who's that? Is like brother? <laughs> More McGavins? This is my little runt brother, Eeyore McGavin. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> He's got two right feet and a bum eye. They made quite a pair. Jake stood tall and proud, mahogany coat glistening and head up. That sounds like me. Eeyore had adopted the pose that had earned him his name, head drooping and ears at half-mast. He appeared old and feeble, barely able to stagger out of the yard. That also sounds like me. That's me. <laughs> the duality of Ganesh. I droop like a weeping willow. <laughs> That's true. That's why we call you Willow. Well, poor Eeyore. Sounds like he's taking a beating. A little too rough with the spurs there. Zane glanced at Mandy. See, your horse hasn't changed a bit. She sniffled and her eyes watered. Hey, are you okay? She nodded, but tears rolled down her cheeks. Damn, she was crying. <laughs> Ooh. Wow, we got a real detective on our hands. Mandy, he's fine. He's doing what he always does, making a bid for sympathy. I know. I'm not worried that he's on his last legs. Mama told me he was healthy. I've just Mama. missed him, that's all. Oh. He pulled a bandana out of his back pocket and handed it to her. Strangle him. <laughs> this is my snot rag. You can have it. Thanks. She snot stopped and blew her nose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got him. You're in his brain, man. <laughs> I've intercepted you. He waited while she got herself together. When it came to women, he struggled with the crying part. 
Yada, yada, yada. Let's stop there. Cool. That's a big let's stop there. Let's stop there. What happens next? What's for lunch? Uh, right? Can we get a lunch chapter? Can you find us some lunch in this book? I want to hear what they're eating out there on the range. All right. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Let's jump ahead now to the next page of A Cowboy's Strength. Listen to the dulcet tones of Ganesh Sarma. Mandy and her mom had decided to bake a chocolate layer cake to serve. Oh, hell yeah. We got food. Now, mm. oh, Thanks, Ganesh. That's lunch. To serve after lunch. Oh, fuck. <laughs> we got lunch. Are you kidding me? <laughs> we ask, lunch is coming. We ask and Ganesh provides. It's the best. Hey, now. Or rather, her mom had decided and Mandy had gone along with it. Normally, she'd look forward to having lunch with Aunt Kendra, but not today. She got out two cake pans and wax paper for lining them while her mother mixed the batter in a big yellow bowl with scratches on the side from years of constant use. The bowl was something Mandy figured should make the move to New York City. Ooh, do they have the space? Oh, New York City. Space for that big old old bowl? Nah, not in these kitchens. No way. You guys brought your bowls. Yeah, but they barely fit. Yeah, and they're small bowls. <laughs> we ain't, we're not mixing too much here in New York City. You don't have a Cuisinart? What? Since when? No, I'm asking, you don't have one? Oh, I thought you said, did you know I have a Cuisinart? I was like, what? Oh, please, in my dreams. My mom, for the last two years, has been trying to buy me a Cuisinart. And I'm just like, what do you say? No, mother. Mom, there's no room anywhere. She's like, I got a coupon. And I'm like, <laughs> she's got a Cuisinart coupon. She's like, I got a coupon for a Cuisinart from Costco. And I'm like, please, I don't have any room for it. Where am I going to put it? Same stitch. And I don't even know what I'd use it for. But I'd, I would. Anyway, it's lunch. Uh, let me guess what they're having. <laughs> it's lunch. Okay. They're having uh, some... Imported prosciutto with uh, no, no. <laughs> you're way off base. <laughs> Imported from where? Iowa. Olives, uh, red peppers. Um, got. Uh, I don't think so. That's not their style. Parmesan. Now we're having big fat freaking steaks, dude. They're steaks. <laughs> no, no, sir. You got big uh, American flank steaks, mashed potatoes, mac and cheese. You know, it'd be cute if they cut them in a New York strip. Oh, they would never. Dirty city meat. All right, what do they got? Come on, ring the. Can we have a little? Can we have a dinner bell sound effect? It doesn't. What? You don't know what's it's happening in this book. You think they're just going to list the lunch things? Yeah, they better, or else I quit. I quit the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm retiring if they don't list lunch. I want to hear lunch. Play the sound of a little child ringing the bell and saying, uh, "Food, lunch, lunch. food's ready, food's ready. It's lunch time for lunch. <laughs> come on, come on, get your lunch. We're having pursuit." <laughs> 
As kids, she and Zane have been allowed to clean it with spoons after the cake batter or cookie dough was gone. Her mom used to hand them each a beater to lick too. That childhood memory made last night even, seem even more unreal. But it hadn't been a dream as she had first hoped when she'd opened her eyes early this morning. She, Damn, what did we miss? She showered to wash away his scent, but her body was still sensitized. <laughs> his scent. He farted on her. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Sorry, babe. A Dutch oven brewing. Every Did you time eat a she... lot of eggs? Oh, my God. Hey, that's lunch. Every time she thought about him, her nipples tightened and her lady parts tingled. Okay. Well, I didn't think we were getting dirty today. Yeah, right? I didn't, I I didn't expect this, but Mandy, are. are you all right? Startled, she glanced at her mother and then at the wax paper in her hand, she hadn't finished her job and her mom was ready to pour the batter. Oh, sorry, I got distracted. There you go. Her mom efficiently divided the batter between the pans. I know you're not happy about Zane's idea, but I'm hoping it'll grow on you. She slid the What's pans idea? into the hot oven. Don't go to New York. Taking a huge rip the plan? in the morning, every morning, right on her. I'm going to fart on you until you keep your mom in Montana. To be honest, I was a little surprised at how upset you were. She rinsed the bowl and put it in the dishwasher. I don't care where you are or what you're doing. I will find you and I will fart on you. You're just about done. Ooh. Lock him up. It's getting hot in here. I had to turn off the AC. I'm losing it. I'm, I'm not. A, I'm not as dead set against it as it was yesterday. Oh, did you and Zane work it out? Uh, I'm, no, we we worked it out all right. Her cheeks grew hot. Ooh. Um, <laughs> I bet Zane's did too after he <laughs> let that thing go. <laughs> Wham! Yeah, Cat Four in Montana. Never thought you'd see the day. This is a, something setting off the Richter scale here in Montana for the first time in a generation. The winds are blowing. Um, I'm not <laughs> sure what you mean. Well, I heard you leave last night. And there's only one place I could think you'd go. The years fell away and she was 16 again. Well, I hope I didn't worry you. Well, I wasn't worried. You're a big girl. And this is a small town. I just hope you and Zane have come to an <laughs> understanding. How in the world was she supposed to respond to that? We, uh, oh, never mind, sweetie. I don't have to know the details. But Kendra and I hate it up when you two aren't getting along. He is going to buy this house and it'll be better all the way around if you're okay with that. Demi's buying that house for her. What kind of business is he in? Wrangling and wrestling. Wrangling, rustling, 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 wrestling, or wrestling. Don't forget wrangling, dude. Hassling. Uh huh. And he rehabilitates raptors. Oh, I <laughs> forgot. <laughs> He's a local raptor guy. Yeah, www.raptorrehab.net. .mt. It's Montana. <laughs> uh, local site. I will be. She paused when her mom's phone rang, saved by the bell. Oh, excuse me a minute. Oh, it's Zane. 
Uh oh. Oh, he's about to do, he's about to rip one right into the receiver. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> he thought he got away from me? Uh uh-uh. uh. She answered with a smile, but that quickly turned to a gasp of dismay. <gasps> oh my. <laughs> Zane. Uh, he's an eater. How dare oh. you, Zane? Oh no. How awful. <laughs> Yikes. Well, that's a big one. I guess when your phone line is a string, the smell comes through too. The smell, yeah, that's right. It's a PBC pipe between the houses. We'll be right there. <laughs> okay, bye now. She disconnected. What happened? Oh, oh, a horse. A horse threw Kendra and she's broken her leg. Oh, fuck. She switched off the oven, but didn't stop long enough to take out the cake pans. Let's go. I'll drive. Mandy raced into her room, picked up a jacket she'd worn the night before in her purse before following her mother out the front door. Did they say how bad it was? Lower leg is all I know. Oh, that's probably better than upper leg, right? Oh, well, neither's any damn good. Her mom hopped in the SUV and Mandy hurried to get in on the other side. Compound fracture. Guess we're not getting lunch. Oh, no instead, we got a gr- uh, grievous injury. Let's stop there. She's going to have to get new Wranglers. That's right. She's going to have to get a. I imagine you cut the leg out of the Wranglers. They're going to have to amputate, it sounds like. Maybe, you know, when you break a leg in Montana, they put you down, send you to the glue factory. So, Kendra, you better watch out. That's enough of that. I was looking for lunch and we got nothing, nothing of the sort. Maybe there's some food around the corner here in the next section. Well, it must have been a good good lunch because there was a cake involved. We don't even know. Yeah, right. If you can't have a cake after a bad lunch, yeah, that lunch must have been big. Let's jump ahead now to the next page of Cowboy's Strength. Is that right? The the, the Strong Cowboy. my appetite in the next section. Ganesh, will you prattle on? Tell us a little bit more about this cowboy's strength. When she glanced out to the deck where she'd left the dishes the night before, they were gone. She must have been sound asleep if she hadn't heard him cleaning up. She found him fully dressed, standing in front of the kitchen counter. A jar of peanut butter, a jar of strawberry jam, and the bread from last night explained the sandwich he was eating. Does this wet wet your whistle, Austin? Actually, yeah, we're getting pretty close to lunch. I'm I'm in, I'm liking what I'm hearing. A cup of steaming coffee sat on the counter beside him. That's a Shane style lunch. Big steaming hot black coffee to go wash it down with. Well, you just don't want it to you, you don't want it to weigh you down. You want to stay That's, regular. <laughs> hey, yeah. Nothing better than a big freaking dump right after lunch. <laughs> Looks good. And she wasn't <laughs> only talking about the sandwich. What's she talking about? His buns. Uh, probably that thing. <laughs> hey, let me see that thing, uh, Zane. <laughs> All right. 
No, if you say so. A girl could get used to waking up to a broad-shouldered cowboy in her kitchen. He turned, still chewing. Then he swallowed. Ooh. How? Morning, buttercup. A shadow of a beard darkened his chin and his hair was must from sleep. The cow he usually tamed was sticking up. This guy's sexy as all get out. Dang. Yeah. Yeah, watch out, world. We got Mr. Montana. The cowlick reminded her of the boy she used to know, but the rest of him, well, that was all man. Mm. Looking at him sent little arrows of sensation to her lady parts. Enough about the parts, all right? Good morning to you. Putting down the sandwich, he walked over and drew her into his arms. I was trying not to wake you. Well, then you must be stealthy considering you've cleaned up our dinner dishes and I didn't hear a thing. Well, I closed. I just threw him out the window. (laughs) Didn't make a noise. That's my secret. Well, I closed (laughs) the kitchen door while I did that. It wasn't fair to leave you with the mess. The kitchen door? What kind of place is this? It's the West. Who has a door on their kitchen? Like a saloon door. It's the Wild West. Every door is a saloon door. Every door is either a saloon door or one of those sliding barn doors <laughs> that every that everybody on Property Brothers gets. <laughs> Enough of the sliding barn doors. That's what I say. Who wants that? They don't lock. They barely hang on. Uh-uh. Yeah, it's, it's fucking a, annoying. It's like ignorant pocket door. doors. If you want a pocket door, get a pocket door. Classic. Classic cool pocket doors. He leaned down and gave her a soft kiss. Mwah. But I have to go in a bit. <laughs> the critters need breakfast. And you'll be on your own again. She gave him a quick return kiss and wiggled out of his arms. I'm going with you. Hey, you don't have to. I know. <laughs> I want to finish. Take the hint. The man needs his space. All right. After a long night of after a long night of coitus and peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, Zane needs some breathing room. Yeah, he's he's ready to rip. <laughs> hey, I've been holding it out of respect. Finish your sandwich and coffee while I throw on some clothes. Well, at least. <laughs> <laughs> what? I was like, what now? Finish your sandwich and coffee while I throw on the clothes. <laughs> Zane turns around. He has a knife sticking out of his head. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I guess I don't what do happened? dishes so good. <laughs> I did him quiet. <laughs> at least, all right. At least have some coffee before we leave. No need. There are a couple travel mugs in the cupboard by over by the stove. <laughs> cupboard. <laughs> we can take it with us. You real city city slicker. You want a sandwich? <laughs> Oh, I'd love it. I'll be ready in no time. Dashing out of the kitchen and back to her bedroom, she put on the jeans and boots her mom had loaned her. Another of her teenage era shirts and jacket. She left her hat on the hall hat tree. She was on her way there when the mattress came sliding toward her with Zane pushing from behind. Whoa. (laughs) You're trapped. (laughs) Gotcha. Now you'll never leave Montana. Didn't want to leave this in the living room with the wine and cheese ladies in the neighborhood. No telling who will stop by here today. 
Oh, good thinking. I'll get the covers. She brought them in as he was adjusting the mattress and the box spring. She dumped the bedding on top in a heap. That'll do. We don't have to make the bed. Let's just go. Oh, you're going to regret that. Because then you come home. You guys make your bed? Well, before I go somewhere, yeah, because then you come Uh home and it's all ready for you. You come home, you're drunk. Wait, you're going to want to put on a fitted sheet? No. Wait, what? No, I'm not saying you take off your fitted sheets every morning when you wake up. I'm saying if I've done laundry. (laughs) Okay, yeah, if you've done laundry, Uh sure. I'm saying in your day-to-day, do you make your bed? I I try to, loosely. No, I don't do that. I don't do that. I try to, like, you know, smooth out the sheets a little bit, let them air out. Damn, Shane, your bed. Your bed does look nice. That is a that's a perfectly made bed. That's a well made bed, like a hotel almost, like a nurse in a hospital. Well, it just makes the uh, makes makes nighttime fun, Austin. Yeah, I like getting into a tight bed. Well, I guess I'm the odd man out. Not a fan. Too much work for no reward for me. Ugh. Just treat yourself one time. The future, the night you will think the daytime you. I guarantee it. You don't feel good when you're getting into like a hotel bed for the first time when it's been made. You wouldn't want that feeling every day when you go to bed. Honestly, no. When I get into a hotel bed, I tear everything out. I hate that it's all tucked into the sides. I fucking hate that. I rip it all out. I need loose. There's joy in doing that. I do that too. I like doing that. Yeah, it's nice. All right. Hey, fine. See yourself. Not for me. If I could give you chores, I would. Me too. I'll give you a list. (laughs) Uh Uh-uh. Just That's one try ain't doing. Things to make your life feel fun. I'd give you a whole slew of chores, and you'd hate it. And you'd kill me. I would. <laughs> I'd kill you. Dead. You I'd know what I like with, doing? Beat you with a shovel. What? I like Dustin. Oh, yeah? Oh, Dustin's yeah. good. You like Dustin? Yeah. Dustin's yeah. fine, yeah. Or like wiping stuff down. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Get a nice, clean sheen. I get that. I won't make my bed, though. Not interested. I won't clean the toilet. Well, that's a must. What, what? the fuck? Who who does? The Your bidet. Wife? Bidet does. Bidet. He aims it down. Kind of used one of those like squirt bottle things and just kind of hope that does the trick. It never does, but no, no, no. I have a, I have a little special cleaner thing for my toilet that I use, uh, you know, semi-regularly. How, Probably how not as often, often as I should. Well, sound, sounds like more often than you. Once... Once a once every couple of weeks. Kenisha's fishing for the appropriate. How often do you do that? Once uh, every once quarter. A <laughs> decade. Once a quarter. I got it. Once it's still look. Once there's visible leftover well, stuff. I'll be washing it every day. All right. At some oh point. God, at some dude. point, if it's caked on enough, it's done. It stops sticking. Damn, that's how bad. That's that's what you're letting loose in there. This is an every. This would be an everyday job for your your load. <laughs> I think it's not my butt. I think it's the toilet design, personally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. I didn't have this yeah. problem in my last toilet, is what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have your own private toilet now. That's probably why. You got to keep up with this. I will say this does appear to coincide with the purchase of the bidet. So I don't know if correlation is causation, but it does sound like maybe there's a relationship there between the bidet. I don't think and so. But now I understand the bidet because if there's that much you mess down it. there. Yeah, if you're making that big of a mess in uh-huh. the bowl, then I can't even imagine what the source <laughs> looks like. So, yeah, the bidet right. is making a lot more sense. All right. I guess that's all I'm saying. Leap all this out. You brought it on yourself, I think, right? Didn't you start this conversation? No. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was just talking about how I don't like to make my bed, yeah. and all of a sudden, <laughs> hey, I'll leave it alone. All right. I'll leave it alone. Yeah. But now I'm finally understanding what kind of beating the sweatpants took. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm done. No more. Hey, we haven't talked to sweatpants in a while. We've been good boys. Give me a treat. Let's stop there. How's that for a treat? Let's stop it's there. Like I'm a, done. Tyson and Holyfield every day in this. <laughs> hey, no shame in it. Sounds like you got a healthy diet. They kiss and then she eats his PBJ and says it's the best sandwich ever. Let's stop there. Ah, sweet. Oof. All right. Well, sounds like things are getting hot and heavy. A little PBJ action. Uh, uh, PBJ we'll... play? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Nice. P- a PBJ. P- a PBJ. Dude, that sounds actually gross. Uh, Let's get out of there. Let's, uh, this, this, is tur- this has turned filthy quick, and I don't like it. I thought this was going to be a nice family-friendly episode. Yes. It is. It's PG-13 at worst. Mm-hmm. Nah. Because I said fuck right then. Yeah, we said fuck too many times. Fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> now it's R. Okay, let's jump. Is this the next one's the last page, right? Yes. We're almost done with this thing. Uh-huh. Uh, let's get. Let's stop this poor lady from moving to New York. Let's save her from herself. I got two words for you, lady. Bill de Blasio. You'll never come to New York. Mm-mm. No, sir. All right, let's jump ahead. We'll be right back with more cowboy strength. wrap it up let's end let's end strong right folks right guys mm-hmm. let's get it let's uh let's let's take it out on a high note all right let's finish it up last page of uh cowboy's strength by uh oof vicky lewis thompson i wouldn't say that you've done a lot of heavy lifting recently so now it's my turn to be brilliant this is the digital age find out if your boss will let you work remote from montana oh my god we got this is ending on a remote work situation timely it was an outrageous concept but not an impossible one so i I already pay for skype for business she took a breath to steady herself i never even thought of that well because you didn't want to come home but now i'm asking you to aha his timing wasn't random oh you've been talking to my mom well, so have you. From all reports, you've been slaying dragons right and left. If any are still hanging around, we'll fight them together. Damn, what's she been up to? Dragons and raptors. Yeah, who knows? Uh, this could uh, be a fantasy book. We have no clue. But she's been playing Skyrim nonstop. Yeah. I lost my job. I'm Oops. coming home. I can't wait to see your Nern root. Anyone? Coming from Zane McGavin, it was a solemn pledge of loyalty. He wanted to be her knight in shining armor, and a girl couldn't ask for more than that. Her doubts fell away as she gazed into his eyes. Blue is the Montana sky. <laughs> um, why have you just? De- why have you decided to read like that now? <laughs> it's how he's always read. You're tired of this book. Whole time. Blah, 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 blah. Past three years. Blue is the Montana sky. Yeah, I just never noticed. I love Big you. Sky country. Love to hear it. <laughs> I love, I love you. Well, that's why I'm here. I love you too. Always have. We've loved each other since we were three years old. What? And we'd be fools to let go. (laughs) (laughs) It was as just some guy in the background. (laughs) What? Damn. And we'd be fools to let go of it now. (laughs) Come home with me. Buttercup. Home. 
She'd been searching for it for so long, and it was right there where she'd left it. Where she'd left him. His words flowed over her, filling her heart with joy and hope. Oh, I will. I will. She looked up at him, her best friend in the world, and the only man she'd ever love. Oh, I will. Thank you. Uh. With a sigh of gratitude, he kissed her. When his lips met hers, he pulled back and said, The end. Is that really? Is yeah, it, what, sure. What was? She okay. closed the door on a past filled with uncertainty and pain, and welcomed a future shining with joy and all the love she'd ever needed. The end. Wow. Okay. Uh, thank I, you for treating like, it with such respect. Yeah, I like your version. Well, that was a book. Hey, that played out exactly like I thought it would. Which is sometimes that's all you want from a book, right? I don't need a surprise. I don't need any kind of twists or turns. I just want some comfort, food, maybe like lunch, PB and J, perhaps. Well. Are you guys happy with what we've done here today? Always. Every every week without fail. Wow. I feel okay. okay about it. Yeah, this was good. I had a good time. I just want to say best thing about this episode is this is our earliest end time in maybe ever. When we started, it was still light outside. It was daytime when we started. It's we're we're clocking out at nine twenty two PM here. We're good. It's right we, in time for that Lakers game, baby. Let's go. But yeah, let's time to put some money down. Maybe maybe drain the Patreon account. Put it all on LeBron, baby. <laughs> Just kidding. We only spend that money on uh, a cowboy's a strength. Yeah, like this book. Like like gear and sweatpants. And bad books. That's going to be Shane's taxi fund uh, pretty quickly here. Oh, I'm yeah. still looking to get reimbursed for my, th- my three years of Ubers. Well, did you fill out the forms? This, this is how you get me. Did you submit them to HR within 30 days with a receipt? Such a bureaucratic nightmare. Like Ganesha's concocted to keep me. Did you read the employee handbook? I can't read. That you signed? I can't sign. Saying that you read it? I can't write. Hey, it's fine. Us us creative types. Yeah, no, yeah I, can't, I can't think about uh, something like that. We do what we I want. Need my no. tax guy to. Yeah, my agent's got to take a look. All right. That's it. That's the end of the episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing to our Patreon. We love you, folks. Uh, If you haven't already, go join the Discord. It's popping off lately. We got new people joining every damn day now. Got a lot of new people. New faces. Just go take a look. We got some good stuff in there. Put some book requests in there. We'll take your requests. From all around the world, I might add. All around the world. We got a new British person in there. I mean, my word. How embarrassing. We're getting money in pounds. No, we're not. Well, actually, we are. We are. Every time, every time a, a foreign person subscribes, it gives us their little. Person. T- well, people who don't use the dollar, I don't know. People, the little denomination. I'm always surprised. I'm like, what's this? Sometimes it's pounds. Sometimes it's something I've never seen. Sometimes it looks like they're paying in Pokemon dollars. It's a real. It's an education. Anyway, yeah, we're gone. We've gone global, folks. Join us in the Discord and say hello. Yeah, and uh, again to our British listeners listeners now that the guardian article came out like we do apologize for the bad accents we've done mainly ganesh uh, shane's yeah. is shane's is pitch perfect according to the crowd you guys are complicit in this i might add in fact i don't take any blame because yeah i'm bad and it's bad <laughs> accents but you made me do it i, I like yeah, it's not a problem a, yeah that would hold up in court right that's the american attitude i'm not a legal scholar i practice positive law 
Uh, all right, that's that. That's the end. Uh, you know where to find us. Let's stop there.com. I'll hit us up on social. Give us a call, 567 309 0357. Leave us a freaking voicemail. We'll play it on the show. If you've got, if you want to, you know, invest in a startup for uh, huge honking antacids, cowboy strength, just throwing it out there. We're taking offers. All right, that's the end. Oh, thanks to Morris Reese for the music. Chris, yeah, 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 yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Right. They, get enough, they get enough credit. I'm getting the wrap-up sign from Gilman. Okay, we're done. See you later. Have a nice one. Good good luck to you. We love you. Bye. Uh, goodbye. Bye-bye.